Tennessee's been on fire. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire in Tennessee. They're doing a lot of good work, though. A lot of good work. They've been doing some shootings. Um, we got a couple. I think we had one in Lexington. We had a big one in Nashville that everybody remembers. Today, we got Paul Engel with us from Constitution Study, uh, the Constitution Study podcast, and the ConstitutionStudy.com, and he's going to break down Tennessee for us because we don't live there, but there are some big things happening in Tennessee. It's time to do a podcast. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. So, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all you have to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, leave the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. Paul, my friend. It's been a while. Reoccurring guest. Yes, it has. Yes, it's been. It, well, you we did lo- finally get me back. I, I, oh, I, I thought maybe you were going to abandon me for a while. No, uh, no. I got. I, we could talk off air. Uh, I got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I got I a lot going on right now. And I now, had to man. get a job too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah. you are our constitutional savant. No, man, for and, real. Uh, you know, we, we love the Constitution and we love Paul, so this is a good, uh, yeah. this is always a good. Jim took his hoodie off before this podcast started because he knows when he has Paul on, <laughs> it gets hot, he starts sweating. No, you know why I sweat with Paul? <laughs> because I don't know nearly as much as I think I do. I come off really good when I have people that don't know the Constitution at all. Yeah. Then Paul comes in here and I'm like, oh, yep. You are, ele- <laughs> you are elementary. <laughs> yeah, I just, oh. So, Paul, welcome back, man. What is going on in your state? Good Lord. A lot of good, um, some bad. You know, there's actually a lot of good things happening in Tennessee. There's a lot of good things. But, uh, yeah, yes, there's some bad. But I, I think there's actually some really nasty, slimy muck that's, like, just under the surface that most people are not aware of. So everyone knows there was a mass murder in Tennessee was it three weeks ago now? Yeah. Um, it was actually in Nashville. I'm only out about an hour outside of Nashville. On uh, March, March 27th. March 27th. So actually, it was yep. a little over three weeks ago, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it obviously the, the, the news spread. And uh, granted, you never want to see a mass murder. You never want to see a murder in a kid, in, in schools and kids. It's, it's terrible. But as I predicted, I was on the radio that day, and I predicted – the bodies would not be cold before the gun control, um, we'll call them maniacs, were out. And I was right, so I wasn't surprised. Oh, there was still as, there, there was still a smell of gunpowder in the rooms there when uh, when they started absolutely. that. The, uh, the bodies had not been removed, and they were already after. But what's interesting is, um, there's a couple of interesting things. One is, they released the body cam footage from Metro Nashville PD. Uh, there were actually two officers that had footage from and dude these guys these were top notch you know you give credit where credit would do as much crap as police officers have taken in the last couple of years these were these men were there to do a job and do it well and they did i'm fully convinced that is going to become part of police training because what you saw the you know the, the first one the officer shows up he grabs his rifle. He's got, okay, guys, we need three. We're going in. We're going in now, 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 now. We are, they were not wasting any time. The, the shooting started at 10-11. By the way, interesting point. It started because the, when, when the murderer had to shoot out a window in a door to gain access. Mm-hmm. So the school right, had, a, had a secure perimeter. That gunshot actually is what initiated a lot of the lockdown. 
So you have all the time there. You have several seconds while this lunatic is, you know, trying to break through the glass and get through. The principal, upon hearing the gunshot, ran towards the event to see what to and, and ended up uh, ended up getting killed. Uh, but teachers were able to shelter. They got their kid. They had a plan. They got the, in, in shelters. It took. Uh, let's see. It was two minutes later that uh, the first nine one one call went into M, um, MNPD, Metro Natural Police Department. It took them ten minutes to arrive. Two minutes later, the murderer was down. Just two minutes yeah. after they arrived. That's, I, that's efficient. But in, I will correct you on one thing. Um, current training is what they did. What uh, I agree with you that this video is going to be used in training. There is nothing yes. that's going to change. These guys actually no. pulled it off. The problem is I, that everybody sees Uvalde out there, right? They see all these people, all these departments that aren't following the current training and and they think that's that's, you know, that's how we do things. Yeah. Nashville did it the way that police departments all it. over this country are trained and they did it. I mean, they executed, man. I mean, they, it was perfect. Perfect. They they did it. They did it right. As soon as they heard gun, you know, they, they had three-man teams clearing rooms. As soon as they heard gun fired, they went right to the gunfire and took the murderer down. I mean, it was just class. It, it, was, it was great. So you had a school that was prepared, right? They had the perimeter. They had a plan. You think about it. In the 14 minutes from the time the first shot was fired to the last shot was fired, granted, six people died. That's terrible, but that's a lot better than 60. Sure. It's sure. a lot better than 60. Right. Had Nashville so, done what Uvalde did, I mean, uh, she would have just oh, been able to walk through the school. She would have yeah. been able to walk through yeah. the school at will and just kill elementary kids. I mean, those elementary so, kids aren't going to fight back. So, of course, you've got the, the, the gun <clears throat> controllers and the gun confiscators, and I love the fact that they're all complaining about the fact she had an AR-15. Take a look at the rifle that the officer used to take her down. It was an AR-15. Right. <laughs> right. right. So we had that. And uh, that was, that to, to me, I mean, obviously, mass murder, we deal with sinful people. There are evil people in the world. Um, you know, how do you deal with them? You deal with them by protecting yourself. They were prepared. Of course, then the politics came in. And life started getting real interesting. Uh, first, you had the... Uh, Oh, well, she's transgender. She identifies as a man. Now, because a couple of things, right? It, it, as I understand, it's very rare to have a female mass murderer. Yeah, I mean. Not unheard of, but it's uh, rare. Right. You think back on all these, especially the school shootings. I mean, I can't. Yeah. Uh, there may have been one, but I don't know when it was. So there's all these, all this speculation. Of course, all the politics start, start changing. Uh, took no time for Biden to start saying, we got to get rid of the AR-15s. I mean, the one that saved all the lives. Paul, you said the police did a good job, but according to this Wikipedia article, uh, police initially misgendered the 28-year-old woman and used his birth name, Audrey Elizabeth Hale. So how crazy does it have to be that everyone knows that was a girl? Sure. And just because she oh. wanted to be a boy or wanted you to call her a boy. like Did they you see the video of Charlie Kirk? getting called out by a girl who was mad because she says Charlie Kirk did this thing called dead naming. Okay. Right? Do you know what dead naming is? Yes. Uh, so yeah, using your real name. Yes. Using, right. Using your legal name. Right. So yeah, first of all, you're dealing with Wicca stupida. Uh, so you're dead to me already. Um, <laughs> no, it's the reason why it's the reason why, why I read it because I know who makes it. 
right? And right. you find so, little you find little things in there, and it doesn't help because oh, we love Wikipedia. It's always the first one. You that keep pops your enemies up. close. Keep your enemies close. But it's funny they said that they misgendered. No, they accurately represented her gender. She is a female. She is a woman. She has a mental disorder where she thinks she's supposed to be a dude, mm-hmm. but she ain't. So, no, they didn't misgender. By the way, um, on, on that note, I refer to refuse it to I refuse to refer to it as gender affirming treatment. It is gender denying treatment. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, that's fair. And, and and they used her legal name. Uh, so as far as Wikipedia, go pound sand. You're a bunch of stupid idiots. <laughs> well, we agree. We agree. We we love going back to Wikipedia though. just for the irony. No, it's right? just great. It's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you read it's, things on Wikipedia and you're like, wait a minute, are we talking about the but, same but thing? I, but I used to think, and just kind of like just how Twitter's doing it right now, uh, you can add context, and if enough people add the same context to something, it comes out right. And I thought that's what Wikipedia was going to turn into until they made it a captured organization that you can't. That only certain people can edit. Right. Wikipedia is is a social media version of. The National Enquirer. Mm-hmm. All right. It, right. It, 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 yeah. It. So uh, right when I found out what happened and right when I saw who was responsible and right when I looked her up on, on her socials, I was like, this, this girl went back to her old school with some hatred in her heart because she understood that what these people were teaching these kids was not aligned with the way she thought. And they needed so, to die for that. So what's the appropriate well, response to that? You go and you murder them with a rifle. That's the appropriate response. If somebody doesn't agree with the way that you think, the appropriate response is to go murder them with a rifle, correct? I just I don't know if the FBI, you know, well, we're not, knew, we're not knew sure about her ahead of time. She wrote a manifesto, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been released. No, no. Why yet? hasn't it been released, Paul? Because well, she's not what? I, I don't <laughs> I don't know, but my guess is it's because she's not uh, uh, a cis, she's not a a, a white man. Or a white nationalist, right? Mm. Right. He, he wants because understand you have to understand some of what was going on. Um, so the whole as soon as it was transgender, the whole talking points changed. So that happened on the twenty seventh. On the thirtieth, there was a demonstration. Uh, there were a couple of demonstrations at the, the Capitol, at the state capitol in Nashville, Tennessee. In one of them, and there's video footage of a group of people in the hall outside the chambers chanting there were seven victims yeah there were seven how disgusting and twisted are these idiots mm-hmm. the mass murder is now a victim no these people are disgusting i saw more than one video more than one um you know on facebook reels or tiktok or wherever you know twitter um mm-hmm where these people were saying not only was she a victim, but every time she's misgendered, she is a victim again. Every time that you call her a girl, she is, she's a victim again. She's being re-victimized. No No, talk at all about the kids that, that, no talk at all about the nine-year-old kids that that got, you know, shot with a rifle. It gets worse. It gets worse. Cause remember, um, the, 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 I got to get to it yet. We're not there yet, but it gets worse. Trust me, it gets worse. So they had this demonstration outside. And then um, a few days later, there's another demonstration. I think it was a few days later, another demonstration happens. And um, there are a bunch of people in the gallery inside the the floor, inside the gallery 
uh, of the uh, Tennessee House. Okay. Right. The House is in session, and people are gathered. Right. Three Tennessee lawmakers, legislators, three of them. By the way, they are from Nashville, Memphis, and Knoxville. Three large cities, three incredibly blue pimples right. on the backside of Tennessee. They go up to the podium with a bullhorn and effectively shut down the entire the, the, the state house. Yeah, they, now they, they, so so we all heard. I'm glad we're talking about this because I don't understand all the the nuances of what happened here, right? Uh, We all know that they were expelled, um, but then somehow they got two of them, you say, got their job back. Um, I knew Justin. What's Justin's last name? Um, Well, there's two Justins. So there's Justin Jones and Justin Pierce. Jones. Justin Jones. He seems to be the flagship of all of this. This is the one everybody's talking about. Uh, Somehow he gets his job back. And I'm like, is is Pearson the guy with the afro? Well, Jones is the one, um, he was the, the, he was very outspoken. I think he was the first yeah. one that got reinstated by the city. So he was well, not the one that looked wait, like, wait, wait, a, like, don't, don't, that, don't get too far ahead. Cause there's a little, there's still a lot of stupid left to go. Oh, sorry. Continue. That, that's right, what we so do. I don't know if you've ever heard our show. We just go down rabbit holes. Yeah, and, and I get, and I interrupt and say, wait a second, you're missing a point. Actually, that's why we have you here's here. Here's the point you have to understand. I, I've actually written an article about this because this is the one thing that I have not heard any politician, pundit, com- communicator mention. Right? Everybody has, was all upset that these these two gentlemen out of the three were expelled. They said it was a it was a, an attack on democracy. No, what these three people did is democracy in action. It was mob rule. These three legislators effectively shut down the house. They didn't they denied the other 94 members of the Tennessee House the ability to speak or to do the people's business. They denied the rights of millions of Tennesseans to to representation. They created taxation without representation within the state of Tennessee. Damn. I'm still expected to make taxes, but my representative was not allowed to speak. This this sounds like a, like an insurrection. <laughs> this sounds like an insurrection by their definition. I wonder if the DOJ's on it. Right? Yeah, I bet. I bet they yeah, are. Well, yes, but not the way you think. Not the way. Not the way you think if you had a, a rational brain in your head. Um, so these these three people caused this record. They got a bullhorn. They're getting people in the galleries to chant. I mean, there's video of them chanting. Oh, they're they heroes. Want, they want gun control. Heroes. Right. So the the um, and I have it. I, I actually talked to my my state rep several days after this, actually about a week or so after this. And um, Jones, Justin Jones, he has a history as a troublemaker. Right? He has a I found that uh, hard to believe. Uh, he he causes problems and he's been he gets in front of committees and he gets uh, very verbose. He's disruptive. He actually has been arrested like ten times. There's actually video of him assaulting somebody in a car with a traffic cone. Huh. Hasn't he only been in, how long has he been in? A year? Oh, this year. Last election. They they just, yeah, exactly. The last election. Okay. So, and he claims, this is the laughing part. He claimed, well, one of the things he does is he'll get recognized to speak. There'll be a, a bill on the floor. He'll get recognized to speak. He'll spend about 30 seconds to a minute talking about the bill, and then he'll go off on some racist tirade. Just grandstanding. 
Exactly. And of uh, course, he gets shut down. The, the the Speaker of the House says, no, that's not the topic at hand. You're out of order. He gets shut down. He claims he's not allowed to speak on the floor. Mm-hmm. No, you're not allowed to take over. Right. And now he's figured out all he has to do to take over is grab a bullhorn and a couple of buddies, and he can go up and take over. So um, uh, uh, three days later, on, on, uh, or a few days later, uh, I think it was the following Monday, the House following the Tennessee Constitution, the Tennessee Constitution, and I got, I'll actually get you the quote. Um, Article 2, Section 12 says each house may determine the rules of its proceedings, punish its members for disorderly behavior, and with the concurrence of two thirds, expel a member. Right? Very simple. It's right there in the Tennessee Constitution. So this, this is obviously disorderly behavior. So the first thing they did is they removed all their committee assignments, all gone. All lost committee assignments. They tried to get all three of them expelled. The two Justins, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, they actually were expelled. Um, the third, uh, which whose name is um, Gloria Johnson. Uh, yes. No. No. Was it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, she. They. They fell one vote short. Yeah. Yeah. Some. Her. Somebody thought they. They thought somebody had the vote for it, and then at the last second, they. They pulled out. Yeah. So these three guys get expelled. Uh, That was on a Monday. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. The Metro Nashville City Council voted unanimously 36 to 0 to replace them as their own successors. See, under Tennessee, the under Tennessee Constitution, when a vacancy happens in a state house, um, uh, let's see, this is Article 2, Section 15, subparagraph B. Um, the, the, the county or city legislature can choose a successor to fill out the rest of the term until the next general election. This is right? dirty now. Yeah. But there, there, there's nothing in there about, Oh, so we'll just, we're going to send unanimously those trouble, this troublemaker back a few days later, Shelby County, which is out in Memphis. They did exactly the same unanimously voted. Here's the interesting thing, because the way the Tennessee Constitution is written, there are two different processes to fill a vacancy. We are more than the next general election is November 5th, 2024. That's important because it because it's more than 12 months till the next general election. There's supposed to be a an election among the people to choose a successor, although the county's legislature can have them as an interim successor until they actually have the vote, right? Now, so here's the interesting thing. First of all, um, that's not a slap in the face. That's not a poke in the eye. That's a punch in the nose. That, that To me, that is the city of Nashville, uh, the, the people, the representatives of the people of the city of Nashville and of Shelby County literally punched every sure. Tennessean in the nose. Absolutely circumvented the Constitution. No, they filed the Constitution because the Constitution well, does. They but, assumed you wouldn't be stupid enough. Yes, that's what I mean. Back. That's what I mean, right? It, it, it's one of those things where in the Constitution, they're like, all right, look, we don't have to put in there that you can't send the same person back because nobody's stupid enough to do that. Well, well here we are. are. They? This is exactly why, you know, you, you get the warnings about hot coffee at McDonald's, you know, and this is exactly why you get, you know, warnings on Lysol that you're not supposed to spray it in your mouth. It's this kind of stuff. So now there's going to be a warning on the Constitution that says, look, you cannot be sending the same people back. 
Um, I, well, actually, that's I, I I have already contacted my House Rep and my and my uh, House Senator, my Senator, my State Senator, to have to propose a constitutional amendment that says if you have been disciplined or expelled, you cannot be uh, chosen as your own successor, uh, as a as a successor until after the next general election. Sure, and that makes I, sense. Now, let me ask you this though: Can the Tennessee legislature can they expel them again based on their past behavior? Can can we just keep not going back same, and forth? Not for the same offense. So it's do- basically like double jeopardy. Exactly. So there has to be some other offense. But um, well, you know, so ac- according to you, this isn't going to take long, right? It's a, it's like the same not, people not, we deal with all the time when we sign a warrant on somebody, and they're like, "Well, how, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's only a warrant." I'm like, "Listen, it's not going to take them long to deal with the police again." So my guess exactly. is that that Justin Jones is probably going to pull out a bullhorn again at some point. It does, yeah. But until they fix this, until they fix this in the Constitution, we're just going to keep doing this, right? They're going to expel well, them. They're going to put them back. So here's what I've recommended. It's what I've recommended to my my House Rep, my state, my house, my state senator. Um, it's what I've recommended to all Tennesseans. It's on my article, videos, all over the web page. All what we really need to do is convince our Speaker of the House, uh, his name is uh, Sexton, to not recognize him. That recognize these two idiots. These two interlopers, these two agitators, don't recognize them for any committee hearings, don't recognize them on the floor. They are dead to me. And I want you to think of it this way. The city of Nashville and the county of Shelbyville basically told the um, the the uh, the people of Tennessee, go pound sand. We're going to put our guys back. We're going to punish you for actually dealing with the, the, the bad behavior of our representatives. Fine. No represent. Effectively, no representation. You don't get to say a word. You get to vote, but you don't get to say a word. You've lost that until the next election because that was your bad behavior. And if the people of Nashville and Shelby County don't like that, hire better people. Not just at the House. How, how can you justify the city council voting unanimously? Not one person there said, wait a second. These people were disrupting the House. They were denying the representation of the of millions of Tennesseans and we're going to put them back right. not one yeah but you understand I'm the way sorry. they think look what happened in chicago when Lori lightfoot got voted out and they voted in someone worse yeah. than her so my, it's, it's, my, par, it's par for the course yeah my point is if they're going to behave bad they're going to get punished for their bad behavior one way or the other but here's the part i want to get and there's a there's one thing that always sets my teeth to grinding. It's when people refer to the American democracy. We are not a democracy. In fact, James, we were texting earlier about the Lincoln Project, and they're going to be happy with my article because their tagline is what protecting American democracy. We are not a democracy. Well, yeah, what's it? How does it start? Um, regular or God, something regular Americans or something protecting America's democracy, right? Right. We're not democracy. You, what we've seen in Tennessee is a democracy. It is mob rule. It is why our framer said, no, 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 no democracy. We're going to have a, a constitutional republic. But as if that isn't bad enough, right? So you've got these two idiots, these two rabble rousers, troublemakers, agitators. They get kicked out. They get invited to the White House. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're Kamala gonna, they're gonna go, Harris they're gonna go flies next week. to Nashville, Tennessee, to visit these two troublemakers. She doesn't have time to visit the families of the victims. No, she's going to visit these 
two pieces of human garbage. Yep. Right. This and then when they get vote when when they got sent back in, there were cheers. They came in like conquering heroes. You would think they were the greatest people this since that have ever walked the earth. And I'm like, this is why the people of Nashville need a good dope slap. And what? the answer is fine. <laughs> you want to send these idiots dope back? We're going to shut them down. <laughs> Dan like dope slap. Yeah. Before he started this, before he started this rant, though, he he called you by started with your Christian name. He called you James. He's 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 only one of two, I think, that I let call me James. I do. I don't know you by any other name. He does. He always calls me James. I don't know why. I uh, clearly the very first time I got a hold of him, it must have been something must have said James on it. Mm. Yes, when he first reached out and said, "Hey, you know, uh, yeah, we want to have you on." Your email, so your signature, your, your signature was James Larkin. Huh. So that's how you're in my contact. No, that's fine. You can call me James. Yeah, he's in my phone. I could call you stupid, but I, yeah. I, I could call you stupid, but I was trying to be nice. But we yeah. both know that's not true. You're not a liar, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I call you James. I'm, and you don't swear. You know, and you don't swear a lot. Oh God, we do. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> you know, I got uh, you know, the other thing, and I know there's nothing stopping them from doing it, but why is the federal government get involved in a state issue anyway? You know, and, and that's, we can get into the 10th Amendment. Uh, you're right. We can get into the 10th Amendment. I mean, they're, they're so involved in state they issues want to anyway. score the social points. But why are they the why, why are they showing up here in Tennessee? It's got nothing to do with the federal government, but they're going to show up and with their weight, you to know, to get the social points. Yes. Yes. No, they're no, they're they're coming in because. This is what the current administration, this is how they want to govern. They govern by a chaos. Sure. They love troublemakers. They like, as long as you're troublemaking and you're Democrat, as long as you are part of that, you can do no wrong in their eyes. And any punishment, it's like the, uh, uh, you know, the kid that's always uh, causing trouble in school and the parents go, oh, no, my little Johnny would never do that. Your little mm-hmm. Johnny is a, is, a, is a worse little terrorist yeah. in school. Yeah, it's not little Johnny anymore. It's little Jackson. Yeah, so. um, from our school bus episode. I Listen, I yeah. think what we're going to do is, and we're only going to do this because we like you. I think what we're going to do is get a hold of the Amherst school bus driver, and we're going to send her down there to the Tennessee legislature, and we're going to let her deal with them. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, because she'll shove her foot so far up, up that, their ass. Yeah. It's, it's going to dangle out their nose. Out their nose. Yep. So here's why contact. I've been I've been reaching out. Paul doesn't to like that idea. Others. <laughs> Paul's right back I've to business. Reading. He's like, look, I, we don't, I don't care about your school bus driver. <laughs> you, you know what? You're going to care when she gets down there, Paul. That's all I'm going to say. But this, uh, no, this, but this she is may be small, but she is mighty. I'm, I'm reaching out to Governor Lee, and my answer to Governor Lee is: if the federal government attempts to interfere, unless they can show probable cause of an actual legitimate federal law being violated because mm-hmm. you know what they're claiming mm-hmm. they're claiming a civil rights violation tell the department of justice to go pound sand wait what's if their any... civil rights violation because they're black the two oh, justices are black has nothing to do with them it, right? it, listen exactly. a blind so, guy a blind a blind leader a, a speaker of the house down there would have done the same thing without even exactly. knowing what color they were as soon as he pulled a bullhorn out and started yelling at everybody up in the gal in, in the galley uh, or in the gallery they would have done the same thing it has nothing to do it's like everything it's like everything with law enforcement with it has nothing to do with color it has everything to do well, with your no, actions. Understand, to a racist, everything is racist. Oh, yeah. You got to see it right? through the, yeah, right. you see it through the prism of racism. 
Right. They're, we're dealing with a racist party, so everything is racist. But understand, my advice to Governor Lee, and I want every Tennessean that hears this to contact their legislator and to contact Governor Lee's office and say, the federal government is not allowed to investigate an internal Tennessee matter. They are not allowed to interfere with our state government. If any agent of the federal government comes into this state to investigate, they need to be arrested for obstruction of justice on the spot. I can tell you. Didn't I tell you earlier we need a constitutional sheriff down there? Well, uh, yeah. They they need to be arrested for interfering with with state business, with the constitutional authority of a sovereign state. If any state can pull this off, if any state can pull this off, it would be Tennessee. Um, Or or Texas. And Tennessee, well... Tennessee is in my short list of places I want to retire to. But trust me, I'm an, I'm keeping an eye here, right? Because if Tennessee is going to kowtow down to these guys and is is not truly the conservative bastion they claim to be, um, you know, uh, you know the old saying, people hear what you say, but they they believe what you do, right? Yes. Um, but so it's, it's why I'm telling all Tennesseans to reach out to the, the – the, see, the, the governor is a politician. I mean, there's a politician. Sure. If he doesn't believe the people are going to throw him out of office, if he doesn't stand up for this, he's got no reason to stand up. If he thinks he's standing alone, he's got no reason to do it. We have to be behind him. We have to be willing to say, no, we'll come there. When When the feces hits the rotary air circulator, that shit, shit hits the thing. Dan, Dan doesn't know what you're saying, so Dan, that's... I'm a stationary steam engineer. I know what that is. <laughs> when, when, when the expected chaos comes, we need to... He needs to know that the people are going to stand with him, even if it means going to the Capitol. I live in Middle Tennessee. You're telling... I know there are plenty of, of constitutionally sound people right here in Middle Tennessee that would show well, up. And that's what at the Capitol and defend it against these interlopers. That's what I was going to ask you, though. I mean, so uh, Tennessee is a conservative state. Tennessee is a pretty red state. Um, Now you got a red state with three blue pimples. Right. But are those pimples big enough if everybody else in the state loves the governor? Are they big enough to get him out? Are the pimples big enough? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Okay, not, not then I don't know what he's worried about, right? I don't know. It's kind of like California, unfortunately for them, L.A. County, um, because, you know, San Francisco. He's gonna get, he's that's gonna all. Get a ra- he's going to get a ration from Washington, okay. California, okay. New York. Okay, none of that matters. Every media outlet in the country will be calling him a Jim Crow racist, right? We need the people to stand with him and say, no, he's not. He's, yeah. he's fulfilling Well, and law. that's what I'm saying. Fulfilling his duty. That's what I'm saying. As long as the rest of the state stands with him, he's secure. Well, it's gotta be, but it's got to be more than just showing up to vote in a couple of years. It's got to be, he needs to know. Think of it this way, all right? We were talking before. You're a cop, all right? If there's a shooting. <laughs> he's a super trooper. No, nobody knows that. <laughs> if there's a shooting. And you've got to go in alone. It's a scary place to be, right? Sure. People are out to get you. Wouldn't you rather have a group of people that's got your back? Sure. How is it any different for a politician? Why would he put his name on the line? No, that's that, that, that's a fair he, point. That's a fair point, right? Because if he's sitting there all day, every day, just getting shit on, just seeing the bad news, just seeing people say how awful he is, and there's nobody standing up for him because you assume that he knows that, you know, this is a red state. You're going to be fine. I agree no. with you. I mean, that, that is exactly how he caves, right? The sheriff has to have his posse, right? 
The governor needs to know that if he does the right thing, the people will stand with him, not just at election day. They'll stand with him in front of the media. Yeah. They'll stand with him when the crowds show up. They will stand with him when the when the shit hits the fan. If if he doesn't if he doesn't know that, <laughs> why would he stand up? Sure. Why would you be the whack-a-mole that volunteers to stand up? That's why I'm saying, you know, yes, these people have to do these things. These elected uh, positions have things they have to do. We, the people, have to support them. They have to mm -hmm. know that when the trouble comes, we have their back. But the mainstream media does not. Okay. And let's well, you know start. The media does not. But let's start with just today's article from CBS News. And it's titled Tennessee Moves to Protect Gunmakers from Mass Shooting Lawsuits. Following a deadly school shooting last month, Republican lawmakers in Tennessee have passed a proposal that would protect gun and ammunition dealers, manufacturers, and sellers against lawsuits. The measures now head to Governor Bill Lee, despite pushback from Democrat lawmakers saying their GOP counterparts are trying to shield gun companies just weeks after the Nashville school shooting that killed six people, including three nine-year-olds. And I'm not done yet. Sounds about right. Okay. Lawmakers are hurrying to finish a legislative session as soon as this week while receiving national scrutiny over the expulsion of two young black lawmakers who yep. are now reinstated. Emphasis, Dan. <laughs> right, but understand, not one gunmaker killed one of those children. Right. Right. Listen, not uh, one. If, if this if this flies, if we're allowed to start suing the gunmakers for people getting killed, I'm going to sue Patriot Crew because I just had their sweatshirt on and I was hot. Mm. I was uncomfortable, so I'm going to sue them. No, you know what I'm going to do? No, I'm sorry. What was who was the lunatic a while back uh, that drove into like a Christmas parade? Oh yeah, uh, Chicago, right? Or was it Chicago no. or outside? No, Wisconsin. Wait, wait, what? What? Wisconsin, right? Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, it was Wisconsin. Yeah. Time. It's time to. It's, it's time for car control. Yeah, we got to ban cars. We got to ban cars. You can't have them. We got to sue them. Well, this is, not all cars. Oh, just just the black cars with the scary rims. Not all but cars. The, 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 this understand. CBS is a propaganda arm. And they want to do you, they want to disarm the people. Do you know why they want to disarm the people? Let's see. This is now uh, you said it's going out Monday, mm -hmm. right? This past week, did anybody know what the what anniversary should have been celebrated this past week? Uh, April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, Lexington Concord, Concord yep. shot her around the world. Yep. Do you understand that the British were sent to Lexington and Concord to do two things? Yes, they were going to try and apprehend John Hancock and Sam Adams. Their other goal, they were there to confiscate the gunpowder and ammunition of the colonists. They were disarming the colonists. Do you know why they were disarming the colonists? Because the governor in Boston had gotten a letter from some somebody in Parliament back in London saying, you want to tamp down the rabble-rousers, disarm them. There's a reason why we have a Second Amendment and why it protects arms, not simply firearms, and why it says a little thing like uh, shall not be infringed. Not, well, maybe if there's a compelling government, no. Shall it not be shall infringed not except, be infringed. except for, yeah, there's no, there, there's no asterisk there, right? There's no footnote. Shall not be infringed. Except. Shall not. Uh, was it Richard? Let me see. I got a couple of quotes here. 
uh, whoops, Richard Henry Lee, the, the man that actually proposed the resolution that we declare independence, says to preserve liberty, it is essential that the whole body of people always possess arms. Patrick Henry, right? Little guy, we don't know, man. He says, are we at last brought to such a humiliating and debasing degradation that we cannot be trusted with arms for our own defense? Paul. This is why we have this. Paul, uh, Noah listen. Webster, the, the, uh, uh, the what? Listen, times change. This isn't 1776, right? They didn't have school shootings then. The Constitution's a living, breathing document. So it, it's meant to be changed, Paul. Don't you understand that? Bullshit. I'm sorry, bullshit. <laughs> Don't you understand <laughs> right. that? First of all, remember, the, 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 the first man to die in, in, in our fight for independence happened to be a black man. Mm-hmm. And he died of something called the Boston Massacre. It wasn't the Boston pillow fight. It was the Boston Massacre. And in fact, the, even as arms have gotten more powerful and more deadly, it is actually more important that the people remained armed. Why? Noah Webster. Before a, start, a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed as they are in almost every kingdom in Europe. The supreme power in America cannot enforce an unjust law by the sword because the whole body of the people are armed and constitute a force superior to any bands of regular troops that can be command that can be, uh, be command at the command of Congress. Come on, man! You'll need F-16s. No, you don't. You better have ask, ask the Taliban. Ask the Ukraine. Ask George Washington if you need to have greater arms than your enemy. You don't. What you need is is something so worth fighting for that you'll fight even if it's not an easy win. You don't fight because it's the it's because you're guaranteed to win. You fight because it's the right thing to do. As uh, was John Quincy Adams says, the duty is ours, the results are God's. There's too many softies out here, bud. <clears throat> Sorry to say, there's too many softies. What's that, water? You're drinking water? Or is vodka. That- I'm not an alcoholic. You don't have to be an alcoholic. What are, are you? Vodka. What are you talking about? Are you calling us? You know what? Hold on. I don't... Every time I talk to you guys, you're drinking. Well, we are. We like our American bourbon. And we only drink during the show. And we, yeah, that is true anymore. But listen, <laughs> you only drink during a day that ends in Y. We don't drink this bullshit Canadian whiskey. We don't drink Irish whiskey. We drink American bourbon. That's all. Dan brought in one bottle of proper twelve once, and that's it. We've never had another bottle here, Kami. <laughs> But you know, it, it, it's the, you're right. We've gotten fat and lazy. They're, well, what's the old saying, right? Good times make weak men. Sure. Weak men make bad times. Bad times make strong men. Strong men make good times. God, this we is the are first time in this whole men. entire show that anyone's ever hit that all the way through. <laughs> exactly. God, you ever written down somewhere? <laughs> Everybody who tries that's like, you know, what's the saying? Good, <laughs> good times make weak men. Weak men make strong men. I don't know. Some, you know what I you mean? You know what the hell I'm saying? <laughs> Every time. But we are in that phase. We are in the weak men phase. Yeah, no, we are. We are. But I'm excited because I know what comes after that. We, <laughs> we are in the, it's the weak men, bad times phase. No, we are, for and sure. it's going to make some strong men. Yeah. But it, I, all right, I, I said I wanted to do this before the end of the program, so I might as well uh, take this quote right here. This is a quote uh, from the American Crisis 
from Thomas Paine. And this is what I want everyone in your audience to, to focus on. So put your drinks down for a moment. He wrote, these are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What we obtain too cheaply, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. I'll, I'll cheer. That's where you have. I'll cheers to that. <laughs> We've gotten we everything so simple, everything so easy. We haven't had to work for it, and we esteem it little. You know, here's here's the thing too: is people like you are warning everybody constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you may not live in Tennessee. Right, wherever you're listening to this, you might be in Ohio, you might be in Texas, who who knows? You might not be in Tennessee, so you're like, nah, it doesn't really affect me. But it does affect you, right? And when the federal government goes and gets involved in states' issues, it affects you. And if you wait for that to come to your state and you don't stand up and you don't talk to your congressmen, you don't talk to your senators, and you don't talk to your your uh, representatives about what's going on, even in Tennessee, then one day you're gonna wake up. And Ohio is going to be the last bastion, right? Everybody else has already fallen, and it's going to be too late. You, you don't have to. You don't even have to wait for that. Look at what we've taught people. We've taught that if you are an agitator, oh, and yeah. you are willing to shut down the legislative process, and you're willing to do it, you will get accolades. You'll be rewarded. You'll be a hero. How long before this cancer metastasizes to other? How many before idiots in other states saying we can shut everything down? We can deny the vaunted democracy that we claim. We can f- destroy. This literally is the we're witnessing the destruction of the Republican form of government. And that's if you what's scary. Be represented. We do not have a republic anymore. What's scary is this isn't happening in Michigan, right? It's not happening no. in in Illinois. It's not happening in in California, New York. It's happening in a red state. It's happening in a state that everybody thinks is is so conservative right that it's a stronghold it's happening there so if you don't think now it's going to happen in michigan it's not going to happen in california the easy states the easy states are seeing this in a hard state to do it in and if you don't think they're all going to start like you said all of a sudden now you're seeing all these state legislatures that are going to be interrupted yeah you're right i mean you'll get a visit from kamala harris hey you're a hero she doesn't have time to visit the families of the victims, uh-huh. but she will go after the agitators. But maybe she's down at the border. And- <laughs> she couldn't find the border with both hands and a map. By border, <laughs> by border, we mean Nevada, right? She went to Nevada. She's like, that was pretty close. I didn't see a whole you lot of didn't border. see a whole lot of Mexicans running around Nevada. I'm sure when Biden told her to go to the border, she said, the bookstore? The yeah, borders? Yeah. <laughs> borders. God, you guys are dating yourself. They think they've been out of business for 15 years. He's had four throwbacks over here today. (laughs) I've actually got paper. This is a book. It's made with paper, and it's got ink on it. You know what? Call us from your home phone. (laughs) (laughs) No, excuse me. Excuse me, operator. Operator, I like long distance. (laughs) He still has a party line. (laughs) (laughs) I had one as a kid. Oh, see, yeah. When I I was a kid, our our place, my, my grandparents' place and our place, Still had a party line. 
Were you eavesdropping on people? No. No. I, just well, I don't even remember. I'm trying to come up with one of the words. What, what, what was that? When you pick it up, you're like, Dolores, connect me to. You know, Dolores. Yeah. Every single switchboard operator was named Dolores. I don't know. But they would always say a word first. They're like, connect me to. you know, Klondike 5. Yeah, connect me to Klondike 5, 2121. Do you know why on TV shows it was always Klondike 5? Because it was 555? Exactly. Oh. That's why whenever they would give a so, phone number, it was always 555 because there was never a 555 uh, because they didn't want some poor sap to get all of a sudden, you know, you're on chips and they're like, yeah, give them a call at 327-214, you know, and then all of a sudden this poor bastard starts getting calls from all over the country. So yeah, yeah. 555 was never a uh, an exchange. The more you know, Dan. You're five by five. Yeah, things, things are there. Now, all right, there's a lot of craziness going on and you're right. Oh, Tennessee is a is a red state. We've got three blue pimples. And what you're noticing is, see, you have the representative from Nashville and the representative from Shelby County, which is Memphis, and the representative from Knox County, Knoxville, right, are three pimples. They were the rabble rousers. Two of them got expelled. It was those two pimples that put them back. Yeah. Uh, you know, and... Uh, that's, you know, that's bizarre to me. Nashville. I would have always thought that Nashville was a red city. Oh, no, um, no, no, no. You know why? No. You, you know why? Because everybody that owns bars and restaurants lives in another city outside of Nashville. Well, no, just because of country music, right? That's the home of country music. You yeah. assume that's going to be a red city, a red county. Not even close. So I had a friend from New Jersey call me up last year. Uh, he wanted to move. He, he he lived in New Jersey. He was looking to get out. He wanted to come to Tennessee. He wants some advice. And I said, whatever you do, don't move. Nashville is Davidson County. Yeah. Right? Don't move to Davidson County. You got to at least be outside Davidson County. If you can get one more county out from there, you're in good shape. He ended up in uh, in, in a county. He's a little, he, he, he didn't quite make it two counties away, but he's close. So he, and he loves it down here. Um, in fact, we had them over for dinner this past uh, this past weekend. Um, he brought me farm fresh eggs from his own chickens. Oh, he just nice. loved it. Nice. Oh yeah. So he moved down on July. He, he and his family moved down on July first. I said, "You gotta come over for a cookout on Independence Day. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll have some some you know cookout. We'll grill. We'll have a bunch of people over. We'll shoot some fireworks. Life will be great." Um, he shows up. I have. And I, I invited friends from all over. I have an eight-foot folding table, I kid you not, piled that high with fireworks. All right, Dan, I just want to note it. He says he invited all of his friends, and everybody came on July 4th. Mm-hmm. He, uh, did, he, didn't, he didn't call me. No, no, he did not. He did not. But He knew me then. I, all right. No, you did. You did. We were already you. talking. But since, right. he, but since he did. You know, what, you know what the problem was? He was like, look, I really want to invite James. <laughs> but but every time I see him, he's pounding bourbon. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to be. Friends are Christian, <laughs> and you're and, and and got virgin ears down there. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a good fit here. Hey, he, he, he did he did say fresh. He did say fresh. He did say fresh eggs. What'd you say about Baptist Church? So you can't swing a dead cat down here without hitting a Baptist church. Uh, but that's where Jim says he wants to be I do, in Well, one. not a, just a Baptist. No, black Baptist church. <laughs> I want to go to a black Baptist church. They look like they have more fun than any other religion in the world. And I want to play they, the drums they, in there. They do. We could do yeah. it. 
But since anyway, you, but since you did, anyway, so you're he, saying he brought up fresh eggs, and it reminded me that I have to text my buddy uh, and remind him that I got to step over and pick up duck eggs. No, you know what? I was just talking to Wayne from Fox's Fired Up Flags yeah. today. Stop by there. He's got turkeys, turkey eggs. She says taste just like chicken, but they don't lay as much, so you don't see them in the stores because they don't lay as much as chickens do. But he says you cannot go wrong with a turkey egg. Tastes what? just like chicken, but bigger. I just had my first duck egg. That's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get a dozen Are you, for my buddy Matt. Yeah, see, I think duck eggs taste different, though. I don't know if I can get I didn't past notice, there, there was There was a subtle tonal difference. It wasn't richer. It was, Are they richer? Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. don't know. It just, it tasted just, it was subtle. Well, you know what? Let's get off here for a second. So Tennessee is on my top, it's probably in my top three. Right. Mm -hmm. So I got Tennessee, North Carolina, and I know you're going to roll your eyes here. um, The Asheville area, which is very liberal, uh, but outside of there, like the Candler, um, you know, you get in the ring there on Asheville. Mm -hmm. Um, They're probably my number two. And then because I love the mountains, my number three is actually Alabama um, because I've, I've spent a little bit of time in Alabama and those people are some of the nicest people I've ever met now. With Tennessee, I'm looking East Tennessee. Yep. How am I looking you there? You want to be in the mountains. If you want to be in the mountains, East Tennessee is a place to be. How's East it Tennessee as far as color? Red, blue? Except for Knoxville. Okay. Right? Well, so, I'm not going to be around a city. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about I want 10 acres. You know, I want yeah. 15 acres somewhere up in the mountains. Just leave me alone. It, 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 it's the same thing. What you want to find is find a county map. Knox County is where Knoxville is. You want to move it. I, if you can, two counties away. Okay. And from the national area, the neighboring counties are still, they're very bluish purple. Purple, yeah. But once I got, so I live two counties away, right? There's, you got Davidson County, Williamson County. Uh, actually, I live four, three counties away. So you got Davidson, Williamson, Rutherford, um, and, uh, and Bedford, where I live. And uh, trust me, I live on 70 acres. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. It's an unincorporated town. 70. We got to do a show from out there. God, my man. My oh, yeah. can, can you sell Jim 10 of them? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, I'll move on the far 10. You'll never even see me. You'll never even well, see me. funny part. You might see smoke from my still. They're, they're building houses <laughs> down here, left, right, and center. And yes, you can buy moonshine in Tennessee. Oh, I know. Moonshine is legal in Tennessee. Yeah, uh, well, um, my, what, what I've always said though is when, when I retire, I'm going to spend t- two years. I'm not going to shave. I'm not going to wear a shirt. Wow. All I'm going to wear are overalls and I'm going to build a still. And a yep. And I am going to have a still. And one time I just want to run moonshine like to your house. That's it. I want the sheriff to chase me. Just one time in my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to be, I want to be a moonshiner. <laughs> I do. I swear to God, I do. You want to start the new NASCAR? Yes. Yes. NASCAR. Yes. Are you familiar with Huntington, Tennessee? Huntington, Not right? Not Hunt. Not Huntington. Huntington. It's, it, it's well, D. It's, no, you know where yeah, you, it's actually, like that, no, right? you know, Huntington. Do you know where you want to? Do you know where you want to go? Do you want to want to move? Check out Athens, Tennessee, in McMinnville. In, in, Wait a minute, in, Huntington. In where is Huntington? That's like west of Nashville. Right, so no, you don't want to go. Well, those—that's our friends. That's our friends over in Icy Tech. So Icy Tech coolers, and it seems like they're out in the woods and they're—they are. They're always out there having fun. God, every time I see him, he's like got a crawfish boil or something going on. Middle Tennessee. If you go north to south, we you know you got east, middle, and and western. There's some. 
small mountains in the north. There's some nice mountains in the south. But if you want real mountains, you want to be in eastern Tennessee. Yeah. Now, the reason I say Athens County, you want to, I'm sorry, Athens, Tennessee. Do you know what happened in Athens, Tennessee? Oh, this is exciting. In, in 1944. Oh, I have no idea. World there War was II. Actually Hold on. A, there, there was actually a gun battle in the streets over elections in Athens, Tennessee in 1944. What? 1944? Yes. <clears throat> Go to my website, look up the article, The Battle of Athens, Tennessee. All right. And bring your metal detector. You had, <laughs> exactly. Gonna... You, had, yeah. you had a corrupt sheriff. They had a corrupt sheriff's department. You had a corrupt election system. Mm -hmm. And veterans coming back from the war in Europe, they were getting shaken down. They put up their own. So they put up their own uh, uh, candidates for office. They tried to rig the elections. These guys were no joke. They said, fine, go to the armory, get guns. We are not going to let this election be stolen. Really? And they're actually sounds yes. like January sixth. <laughs> sounds <laughs> like an insurrection you know, to me. Part, the best part is when they ran the corrupt sheriff and the and the county officers out of town, and the soldiers kept the peace. They acted like the sheriff for until they got a replacement. Is it virtually disappeared? Is it worth the trip to Athens? I mean, is there, is there history on this? Like, are there road placards and historical placards and? I'm sure there are some of the time. I actually haven't been to Athens. Um, it's actually I'm, next time I'm out in East Tennessee, I want to get out there to see it, uh, to go to the courthouse. To, to, you know, they had people getting shot at, at polling places. I mean, this place, this, this is legit. Um, wow. but, uh, yeah, I, so it's between, wanna, it's between Knoxville and Chattanooga. <clears throat> oh, I yes. forgot about Chattanooga. Chattanooga is probably blue too, right? Not mm. as bad. It's mm. not as bad. I always felt like it was. Well, plus a lot of people from California that left California went to Nashville and Austin and Florida. Um, yeah, and it's like when, when people say they, they moved to Tennessee, I'm like, you moved to Nashville. Why Nashville? Well, because 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 Nashville, listen, they're moving out of New York and they want to go to, yeah. they want to say I'm moving to Tennessee, but they still want to have New York feels, right? So they moved to Nashville. So you're telling me compared to the septic tank of, of California and New York, the toilet bowl of Nashville yes. is not so yes. bad. Well, there's a, there's a scene there, right? Listen, I'm not going to lie. I love Nashville. I mean, oh, what, I what, whatever whatever the main street is there with the bars and I Broadway. Mean, well, yes, yeah. Broadway. Broadway. That that is a good time. Um, it's a great place to visit. I love. Don't want to live there. there. I love visiting the place. Right. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to live there. Right. It's like going to Memphis. You go down Beale Street. It's a great time. It's a great place to visit. Yeah. But New I Orleans to too, live. probably. Mm -hmm. same, you know what? It's a, well, and we always get back to it. It's the same thing as Disney, right? Disney's a great place to visit. As liberal and leftist as they are, you don't realize it when you're there. It's the same thing with Broadway and Nashville. For as 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 liberal as they are, you don't realize it when you're there. You feel like you're in the middle of conservative America, man. There's nothing but country music and beer being drank and whiskey pouring. And man, this everybody, is great. Everybody nodding. There's yes. no mean mug. No, and that's exactly why yeah. I would have thought that Nashville was was red. Um, I mean, no. and in God, fact, everything you experience cover, there is red. When I, when I used to cover um, accounts out in Memphis, I refused to spend the night in Memphis. Cause you want to give me your money because <laughs> it was too dangerous. It wasn't safe. Oh, well. it wasn't safe. Actually, if you're down on Beale street, you're probably the tourist areas. You're probably in better shape. I've only but been to the Memphis rest of the city. Once. No, no. 
Sorry, disregard, carry on. It was Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, I don't even know where I got Memphis. But yeah, it, it, these are great places to visit, but you know, you've know, you got uh, all the draconian regulations. You've got um, the, the taxes. The, they raise taxes left, right, and center. Um, well, don't and, they? But but they doesn't Tennessee pride itself on being so retirement friendly? There's no income tax, but they get it other places, right? Yeah, because the sales tax down here is a lot higher. Right, like so Florida, Florida says no income tax, no state income tax, right? No state no income state tax, tax, but they get you, they get the tourists, right? That's where they pay for everything. They get the tourists in the hotels. Yeah. Tennessee doesn't quite have that same. So where do they get you? Where do they get the residents or where do they make up their income tax? Um, well, again, you know, in New York, where I lived in New York, sales tax was 8% in upstate New York. Down here, it's between nine and a quarter and nine and three quarters, uh, depending on which county you're in. So okay. there's a lot on the sales tax, right. but it, again, in within the city of Nashville, you know, the state as a whole is great. Within the city of Nashville, they now they got lots of taxes. They they amazing. They're putting in such regulations. They are literally putting restaurants out of business, which is really weird for a city that survives on um, tourism. Yeah. Right, right. So it's you know it, again. I've been I've been out to the Gaylord. I've been down on Broadway. Gaylord's uh, you know, amazing. There's some. Uh, there's a um, I used to cover an account down near the Capitol and uh, there's a park and on the far side of the park, there's a farmer's market. I've been through there. It's great time. Uh, lots of great restaurants down in there, but um, traffic is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy, stupid, insane. No, um, you've got three major interstates that all intersect in downtown Nashville. Yeah, just getting crazy. from the airport to, to our Airbnb was crazy. In the well, we morning, didn't, in the morning. Yeah, we didn't fly in. But, we drove. Yeah. I, I living I would not want I would not first of all, I'm not want to live in a city. I don't even want to live in the county close to the city. I want right. to be that's me when I retire. When I retire, man, I you know this is listen, I love people. I love the communities I serve. I do. Mm-hmm. Um I, <clears throat> But for 30 years now, I've been dealing with other people's problems, right? And and it, it wears on you. When I retire, I just want to be left alone. And he's got to do this, the podcast with me every week. Every that's, week. That's what, listen, I'd rather go to domestics every day than have to deal with you for one day. I can tell you that. Uh, but no, that's, that's what I want, man. Tennessee, I want 15 acres. I want to just be, I want a house at the back of it. Um, I, got, I got a couple criteria, right? I either want a trout stream or I want a, a, a natural pond. You know that yep. that I can fish in. I, I want I woods. Live, I live near the Duck River. Would you stop it? Stop <laughs> it! You're talking <laughs> about your seventy here. acres. You're on the Duck River. What the? You're gonna have to eminent pe- domain this guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the people here. God the dang. people here are great. There is nothing like you know. When I was brought up, common courtesy was called common courtesy because it was so common. Right. 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 That's what you get down here, and. And there's nothing like having, you know, uh, a, a lady checking you out of the store going, did you find everything you need, honey? So is there's a, okay, baby? there's a Facebook page I'm on called relocating to Tennessee. And it's what you would. No, it's great. It's a, it's a great resource. It really is. And most of the people on there are pretty cool, right? You can ask questions. You can ask questions about certain cities. You can ask questions about counties, whatever. And they are there to help today. Somebody puts a post up and they said, look, before you move down here, I just want you to keep three things in mind. If your cell phone doesn't work, you're probably not going to have cable. Well, all the comments are like, look, I'm moving there to get away from my cell phone. You know, (laughs) second one, um, 
oh, garbage. Second one is like, well, you better check because not, not everybody has garbage service. You might have to take it to a dump. And the third one, which is the one I commented on, they're like, and, you know, drive around and check on your neighbors. Make sure your neighbors don't have junk cars sitting in their driveways or sitting in their yards. And I'm like, like that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I, I'm like, bitch, that, I want my neighbors to have junk cars, right? Live and let live. You're like, I'm going to have junk cars. <laughs> I'm like, I, I judge people more on the way they treat me than what's in their yards, right? And that's exactly why I like Tennessee. I've never had a bad experience with anybody there. And that's Alabama. That's how Alabama won me over. Those people are the nicest people I've ever met. It's I have 70 acres so that if my neighbor decides to keep junk cars in the yard, I don't have to look at it. Right. That's and when the guy that stays in the back of your 70 acres has junk cars, you better not say nothing neither. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be me. <laughs> but look. But, you know, the, you're right. The people, that one to me was the, the, uh, the biggest transition when I moved from New York to here was how nice people are. Right, right. You go out to in check New your mail York, and you're like, hey, how you doing? Up in New York, you're like, hey, Bob. And he's like. You know, you glaring walk, at I, you. I, I, I go to the grocery store and, um, you know, there, there's a not only you, know, you got the, the, the cashier, and they got the little name tagged. Right. There are people down there that know my name. Right. They go, hey, Paul, how you doing? I was I was at a, 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 a different store to pick something up. And there's this young kid behind the counter. Very nice. Very kind. Very polite. Um, he saw my shirt, which has the Constitution study on it. He said, what's the Constitution study? Oh, I said, well, like, teacher, dang. said the Constitution. He goes, where do I find out more? Yeah. He's like 20 years old, man. I'm like, come. Yeah, it's right. Nice. You know, and one of the things that I've noticed down there, especially in Alabama, is up here, um, and not, not everybody, but up here, the races are more divided, right? The blacks believe the whites are against them right? Mm-hmm. The whites are afraid of the blacks, right? It's all the, the stereotypes, but you mm-hmm. get down there in Alabama and I'm telling you, look, I have no doubt that racism exists down South, right? In, in oh, yeah. pockets, but for the most part, it, it is unbelievable how little chip people have on their shoulders down there. I mean, everybody just gets along. Everybody is so nice it is a breath of fresh. You walk in being up from uh, from up north, and you immediately walk in on the defensive wherever you're going, and then you're just disarmed. I mean, yeah. everybody is just so nice. And of course, everybody has a gun in their car. All right. Every every as well they should. It should yeah. come in cars that you buy. Oh, and in the well, glove box was, here, we have an, that, you know, depending, if you get a really nice car. Yeah, then yeah. you get the 1911. Yeah, then you get a nice 1911. But if you get, you know, you get a little junky car, you know, you get the modern equivalent of a Yugo, eh, you might get it like a. Uh, a Walther? No, not <laughs> even worse. Like like a high point, right? You, you get a high point. What, what, There's what one guy at the gun show that sells high A Prius, yeah. A Prius, <laughs> you get a squirt gun. We don't want to hurt anybody. Exactly. <laughs> But hey, before we go here, though, I want to talk about one thing with you. And okay. you wanted to talk about it was the Lincoln Project. Um, I, not so much. Well, admittedly, I mean, I, I want to know what your feelings on the Lincoln Project are. Because admittedly, I have fallen off of the Lincoln Project, right? When they first started, they were such an anti-Trump organization. They were an anti-Trump pack. And when I, I saw the Lincoln Project name, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm down with Lincoln. 
right? Now, let me look into this. This might be something cool. And then I realized it's nothing but a bunch of rhinos who were anti-Trump. They raised $87 million on their anti-Trump bullshit. And I just kind of fell out of... I started drifting away from them like, ah, oh, this is garbage. And then all of a sudden the sex scandals came out, the harassment scandals came out with them. Um, and, and that's when they just became a non-entity for me. But apparently they're rearing their ugly heads again, and they are now attacking, they're targeting the Tennessee legislature, right? Of course they are. Uh, so what do you, do you know enough about them or what do you think about the, the Lincoln Project? I mean, I, well, I, I know who they I'll are. I'll tell you, when, when they first popped up, I didn't think they were worth my attention. And they've devolved since then. So, Fair. And, and here's my perfect example. So you mentioned them earlier today. I went to their website. And what is their tagline? Dedicated Americans protecting democracy. Right. It tells me all I need to know about them. They're constitutionally illiterate. I have yet to see anybody that is slightly constitutionally illiterate, illiterate referred to us as a democracy. So, yeah. so so they would have at least bought favor with you if they said dedicated Americans protecting the republic. Yes. Okay. Well, let me look into them then. But with the uh, word, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to, you mentioned, you know, before we wrap up, there is one other thing I want to bring up. A little bit of a shameless plug if I'm allowed. Oh, of course you are. That's why you're here. And that's why you're going to give them 10 acres of your 70. <laughs> I'll take five. <laughs> but it has to be on the duck. So, um, I got it. I'm working on a new project here at the Constitution Study. Okay. Um, I'm I'm calling it the Constitution Study Patriots. It is a three-pillared organization focused around education, communication, and activation. Right now, okay. I'm still working on a lot of that. But here's the thing: the entry point into the project is a thing I call my mini boot camp, and I'm 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 trying to have one of these that I can record live in person right here in Bedford County. You have my attention. Yes. So this will be about a two hour class two hours that, and I want everybody to walk out with a two things. One is a firm foundation on which to build their study. And two, the tools they need to actually stand up to out of control government officials and say, no, and so that's I simply, not, I, not simply I'm doing it because I'm the pain in the butt that doesn't want to roll down the window at a traffic stop, but actually have a legal constitutional foundation to say, uh, no, you cannot come in and inspect my home. No, you're not allowed in with this. I have a right to this and I can prove what you're doing is not only wrong, it's criminal. So this boot camp, I assume then is going to be more lecture than it is interactive, right? Because... I mean, it, w it would take six hours if it was interactive. Well, again, it's a mini boot camp. I'm not going to teach you about the Constitution. I want is it you live? To out. I'm going to record the first one live. Okay. And then the recording is going to go up on the website for the rest of the country. Okay. All right. But the uh, what I want you to do is I want you to walk out with three or four tools, three or four uh, 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 pieces of information that you can memorize and use. All right. So it'll be about an hour of lecture. And then about an hour of uh, Q&A, because people are going to have questions. Sure. Right? And then I'd like to actually have another hour of just socializing and networking afterwards for people to actually meet up. Because it's, it's all about, you know, we talked before, Governor Lee, if he feels alone, he's not going to stand. Too many uh, uh, people in, in the different patriotic movements, those movements feel alone. They, they feel like they're all on their own and there's nobody there. And 
what I want to set up is I want to reconstitute my constitution scholars so I can have a group of people that are doing the reading and the studying and really getting deep, deep, deep into the weeds of understanding the constitution and the republic it created. I want to recreate the, the um, committees of correspondence. I want to establish modes and methods of communication that cannot be silenced so that they can they could bypass any censorship. We have multiple venues, multiple ways, so that you guys know, hey, there's something going on in Tennessee you may want to be aware of. Hey, there's something we saw over here. Hey, I'm having this over here. What are some people's advice? What can we do? We have that communication to all these different areas. And then the third is activation. I'm calling that my Minutemen. These are the guys and ladies that I want that will stand, that will go to the Capitol and say, yes, Governor Lee, you're expecting rabble? We'll stand out front to buffer you from the rabble because we understand how important this is. And that entryway is going to be that mini boot camp, which I hope one day will then turn into a full-fledged boot camp, like a one-day, two-day event. We bring in people from across the country to some location, and we educate the snot out of them. That's where I'd like to see it. We're okay. going to start with the mini boot camp. When are you going to start I, this thing? So um, <clears throat> the the mini the the live mini boot camp. I've got a tentative commitment to doing this around Independence Day. Okay. So I'm so, trying to get a venue down of here. Of course, of course, he does. You know, well, got, I should be there. I mean, if you need help, because you're going to invite me this year, so I should be down there at Independence Day if you need help. You on? Hey, are you are you on the mailing list at the, at the website? I am. Well, then you'll be notified. Oh. If you're in my database, you'll be notified. No, no, no. I want to be invited to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he's talking about. Tell you, tell you, tell you what, man. You come down for the boot camp. We'll have a barbecue. Okay. You do it. He just said day. he's not inviting you to the barbecue. He said if you come down to that, I'll have a separate barbecue. No, because it's us. just me and him. Because, like a couple hot dogs. Well, yeah, like, because hey. you cuss too much, dude. I am in the south. When you grill burgers, that is not a barbecue. Mm -hmm. No. That is a cookout. No, 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 no. I'm barbecue, not talking about burgers. Yeah. Barbecue is when you take a big chunk of hog yeah. and you stick them on a slow roast yeah. and you let them go for yeah. hours. Yeah, Pork. my man. Yeah. My man. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Paul. Well, they can find you at theconstitutionstudy.com or they can find you at constitutionstudy.com. And you, you also wrote a book called The Constitution Study, Returning the Constitution to We the People. That's right. From 2020, so you can pick that book up. Um, yep, like I I've said, got it. It's always it's always a blast to have you on. You're you're uh, you're a huge wealth of knowledge. Well, let's your your article is going to drop. Um, the article is about what now? What's the title so the of article, the article? Uh, so the the title of the article is uh, I want to make sure I get this right where I put it because um, it changed a couple times. Uh, an example of why the United States is not a democracy. Okay, and that's going to drop where. That's going to drop. It'll be um, so the article will be on my website on the Constitution Study Monday uh, at you know, right after midnight. Uh, it's going to be on Substack. It, the video will be on YouTube and Rumble. Nice. It'll also be on my website. Uh, it'll be on you know, the links to it will be on a bunch of the social media. Yeah. And I've been being picked up lately by uh, News with You, so hopefully they'll pick this one up as well. Okay. Yeah, we'll put right you on. on. We'll put you on our Facebook page. And we're going to drop this episode on Monday, so Monday at six o'clock in the morning. This one drops. Your article's already going to be there. So as people listen to this, go check out the article, man. Get educated, right? Um, uh, 
<clears throat> this boot camp thing's kind of exciting to me. Um, I think so. It, and, it should be a lot of fun. And and the left really pounds the fact that we're a democracy, and then we're fighting that war in Ukraine because we got to save democracy. And it's like they need to get off that, and people need to well, be no. better educated about it. There's a reason why East Germany was called the German Democratic Republic. There's a reason why North Korea is called was the, the Democratic People's Republic. Uh, Republic People's Republic of yeah. Korea. All right, they love democracy. They want mob rule because as long as you can control the mob, you get to rule. Right. You know, just very simple. When they talk about saving our democracy, understand what they're really talking about is the Democratic Party. Mm. Yep. <laughs> well, no, hey, for sure. Well, hey, Paul. Yeah, my, we, my wife uh, oh God. said that she wants to go back to Tennessee, and I looked her straight in the face, and I said, you're the, you're the only 10 I see. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's The jokes get worse. You know what? All right, tell, I, I, I heard one. Tell me Maybe you'll appreciate this. So, uh, Dan, um, what did Kermit the Frog say at his puppeteer's funeral? <laughs> what? Because he couldn't do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't even get it. I looked at him. He was just saying anything. That's actually. All right. <laughs> leave, the, leave the jokes to me, Chief. No, he beat you. Never, he beat you. Never. I refuse to comply. So the really good joke that you may have oh caught on the God. other episode was. Um, Dude, that how, is, I'm going to tell that joke. How did we know communism was doomed from the start? I don't know how. All the red flags. <laughs> Jesus oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Kermit one, that's the best joke we've had said, on this show. He said. <laughs> I kept looking at him. I'm like. And I knew, too. I, knew, so I was like, because you can't do it. <laughs> oh, God dang. That was good. I don't laugh at any jokes. That was all right. Oh, God. That was a dad joke, though, wasn't it? <laughs> that was know. a good dad that joke. Was, yeah, that was great. All right, listen, we got to go. I'm going to call you tomorrow. I got a little. Th- I got a couple things I want to run by you here um, based cool. on what we're talking about with this boot camp thing. Um, right. Oh, I maybe. thought you were talking about the, the city to draw out your 10 acres off the back of his property. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to call you tomorrow. What I need you to do right now is email me. I need you to email me an aerial view of your property so I can pick which 10 I want. So... Uh, <laughs> that's not, the only 10 you'll see. Listen, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. See you soon. <laughs> I just need enough room where I can put a, a, a still and the sheriff won't see the smoke. That's all I need. I don't know how far back that is. I don't know where that is. I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> all right. I got to go. Hey, I will. Uh, I'll reach out to you though. Um, I say tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs> I was going to say tomorrow. I got something early tomorrow morning, but uh, mm-hmm. I got early tomorrow morning and late tomorrow afternoon. Other than that, I can be fairly available. I'll just text you. I mean, get back to me yeah. whenever, and then whenever you have time, I'll, I'll give you a call. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got I've got an 8 a.m. and a 4 p.m., and that was, of course, central time, so adjust accordingly. You got All it. Right. We'll hang up on him so we can talk shit about him. Yeah, no, I'm, we're not going to talk <laughs> shit about you. <laughs> All right. Hey, we'll see you, Paul. If you don't, as always, man, we will not. I will not allow him to do that until I know if I get my property or not. So, all right. Hey, man, it's been fun. It's been educational, like always. I appreciate you. Yeah. See you next year. It's great being on. All right, brother. We'll see you, man. Thanks. All right. Uh, Man, that's recording stopped. So Paul is the, is that person that you're not going to miss until he's not there anymore doing his work. Right. 
Right. Like I'm telling you, man, I learn, I learn more from Paul about the constitution Mm -hmm. than I learn. I mean, any book I read, even all the studying you've done for it. Uh, Constitution study is uh, the constitution study.com. And, um, the Constitution Study Podcast, if you want to really learn the ins and outs of the Constitution, and not only the ins and outs of the Constitution, but how it applies to what's happening today. That's what he does, and that's what he's good at. And I'll tell you what else he's good at, and I meant to say this while he was here. What he is good at, and I wish I was better at, is regardless of how he feels about something that's happening, he will... It's just the Constitution. It's, it's black it's and like, white. It's like just business. Right. He may, he may agree with what the government's doing on a social issue, but if it doesn't fall within the Constitution, he shits on it, man. You know? Um, so, you know, I, I feel like I need to get better at that. But, you know, and, that, and that's one of the problems I have when I talk to him, right? Because I get a little emotional, right? I get emotional about things I'm talking uh, uh, I'm talking about, and I, and I want to side with people. And then all of a sudden Paul's like, no, <laughs> that ain't in the constitution. It's like, yeah. It's almost like a leave your feelings at the door. Thing right. For him. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you'll learn a lot from the guy. If you guys go and check out his, uh, his sites, you know, the website and both, um, uh, the podcast and the book I'm sure is really good. It is good. And you know what? The book breaks it down in ways you can understand it. It's not lawyer speak. You know, when you read that book, yeah. I mean, you get it. It's it's great, and it's not like like a mar- like this podcast is a marathon. You may have to listen to our podcast a, a couple times or over a few days. Uh, his are a half hour, right? You right. know, 40, quick, 40 minutes at the quick max. hitters, man. Um, you can listen to it on the way to work. Yep. Yeah, and and, and he, he picks and, one little topic. And he delivers one topic about something that's happening in the world. He doesn't go on tangents. No, God, <laughs> he doesn't man. have us as part. Well, like me, <laughs> oh, we're talking about constitution, constitution, constitution. Let me ask you this: Is East Tennessee nice to live in? He's like, well, the schools are, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, there it is, twenty minutes. So, all right, uh, what else? Uh, I think that's it. I mean, uh, we're just, just going to let everyone know right now that we're uh, working on a gun raffle. Yep. And Oh, uh, man, you're not going to want to miss this gun. Seriously. You guys are going to want to get in on this, and it's only going to be open for 30 days. So you're going to want to come up with the money. Once we, pull, once we pull the trigger on it and start putting up the pull pictures. Pull the trigger. Start, start, you know, holding people up for it. It's uh <laughs> It's 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 gonna be cool, and I and I think that even the drawing itself. Yeah, I be, think I think you hit the bullseye with that. Nice. <laughs> uh, that uh, you know what? I'm still thirsty. Do you have a? You got any Bud Light over there? No, I don't got any Bud Light. Why? I haven't had a Bud Light since. <clears throat> we'll talk about Bud Light. Just leave it alone. We're we're you know what? Maybe we'll do a little quick hitter on it. Or no, what do you call it? Uh, hot, shot. hot shot. Maybe we'll do a hot shot this week on it. We'll drop a hot shot. Uh, Bud Light. Yeah. Sons if we're getting in here on Friday, we might be able to get in early and hit a hot shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. right. So uh, anything else, Daniel, before we get going here? Take us out with some patriotism. Well, you know what? First off, I want to talk about Fox's fired up flags behind us. Um, as you see the flag there, and uh, I was just over there talking to him today, and I'll tell you what. Wayne Fox uh, could use the money, right? He absolutely could use the money. But Wayne Fox, every time I'm over there, is talking about things he can do to donate to people for free. For he, yeah. This guy is a good guy. He's a good American. And I'm, if you need a wooden flag, and, and not just flags, just check him out, man. Just go to the, his Facebook page that Fox has fired up flags. He can do just about anything you need. 
But if you need a kick-ass flag, just check them out. That's all I'm asking. Just call him, see if you can do it, and get a price. And apparently he has turkey eggs. <laughs> he does have turkey eggs. He might throw one in for free. I might drop by just to take one. <laughs> Dude, I, he started talking about turkey eggs today, and I'm like, turkey eggs. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're going to head out. Um, you know, I always forget to give him credit. This is Madison Rising taking us out. Uh, Madison Rising has rebranded as Made to Rise. So uh, if you are on Apple Music, wherever you go and get your music, uh, Madison Rising or Made to Rise, just give them a little bit of love, man, because they allow us to use this to take our show out, and uh, we really appreciate it. So give them a little bit of love, and we would appreciate it. Yes, we are the brave.